0: Good morning and welcome to Carrot Foes Vineyard Church. It's really brilliant to see you here again uh, this morning. Thanks so much for getting up early again and making the effort. Perhaps you're still in your pyjamas and you've just made your tea and your toast. Uh, My name's Paul and this is Chantel and uh, we're just getting used to this new way of doing church and uh, this newfound technology. This has been a huge uh, learning curve for us and uh, what we've decided this week is to stand instead of sit down. And uh, we don't have the the comfort and the luxury of having Jackie Pollock and uh, and her owl to help us uh, record. So we're actually standing towards our fireplace looking at an iPhone 7 plugged into a nice little tripod and microphone and all the rest. And a big shout out, big thanks to Tom Parkinson Bloomfield. Uh, Yes, that is his name and yes, he's English. And no, he's not posh. But massive thanks to you, Tom, for uh, providing this kit. And uh, hopefully uh, as we're standing at it, looking at it, uh, it's coming through to everyone. So uh, anyway, thanks so much uh, for joining us. Chantelle, what's coming up?
1: So normally when we're meeting together as a church, we have notices, and even though we're online, we still have some things to tell you about. And sadly, we can't be together in the hall with a band leading us in worship, but we still wanna do that. So there's a couple of worship songs posted. On our website in the church at home section and on our youtube playlist sergi has been kindly doing that so please we want to be people of his presence still so use those songs worship god sing at the top of your voice just be in his presence and that would be wonderful we've kind of fallen into a natural rhythm of spiritual practices and which has been lovely sergi has been posting a worship song each day, so we can keep doing that on Facebook. Um, We've been posting different things about prayer. Um, Last week, we just really felt like God saying, you know, this is a time to battle in prayer, to just really, yeah, just cry out to God. And so just by talking to different people and hearing from different people, we've prayed about a different thing each day. We've prayed for teachers, prisons, social social workers the nhs and fostering and adoptive families and we're going to keep doing that keep praying for different people each day let's battle in prayer and as we've said before be specific in our prayers and we really want to press into god's word so we looked at lectio divina and we've been doing that each day and we're gonna look at other ways to just really stay rooted in god's word just to remind you there's stuff going on for the kids still jillian's posting a story from the bible and activities they can do each day and sending that through as well so kids we want to see pictures of all that you're doing send those in it'd be lovely to see and em and the team are connecting our youth they're going to be doing stuff around the word worship and prayer still and they're still going to be socializing we've heard there's a netflix party and stuff like that involved so young people be plugging into that Community is so important right now, isn't it? Um, we need each other, even if we can't be in each other's homes or meet together in person. So we've set up online um, loads of life groups that you can be part of, and we're going to be using technology to do that. Some, some have already tried it out and it works, mm. so we're all good. And even if you haven't been part of a life group before, Don't feel you can't join one now. Now we might need to more than ever. So please go on our website and sign up to one of those life groups. We're going to just pray, chat, encourage each other, grow in our faith, do what we normally do, but do it online. We've been trying to keep connected with you guys and with different posts like my Lectio Divina one. And you might have caught Paul's Friday church one which was friday church with a difference we couldn't be in the building so Mm. paul decided to run around carrick and pray so you can catch up with all those things online and look for more stuff coming up obviously there's a great need right now and we want to be people of compassion we've been in touch with carrick fergus food bank um, and they're gonna need you know stuff more than ever and people in our town are gonna need food so please Check out our website for an update on that. There's new collection points provided by the council, and if you're not out and about, you can donate online. And um, also, um, our friends at Stand By Mail were so concerned for the children in Ethiopia. Like our society, their schools are closed, but for them, schools are not just a place of education; they're a lifeline in, t- in terms of their daily meals, which help them with their medication and things like that. So please look on our website on the Stand By Me section because if you are able to at this time, you can donate money for those children to get food. The staff on the ground are working hard to make sure that still happens. So that's another way that we can still show the love and compassion of Jesus in these days. So, yeah, that's most of our notices. And we've got some stories. Yeah, I just wanted
0: to take some time to share some stories with you. Um, I'm sure there's lots and lots of other stories out there and please share them amongst yourselves and please also feed those back to us as well. But we wanted to just pick up on something that we had shared with you last week and that was simply just to print off some pieces of paper to kind of try and connect your local neighbourhood and it's something that we did. We printed off some uh, pieces of paper and uh, put them through the doors of uh, our street here and uh, we got a pretty good response, didn't we?
1: Yeah. So Phil designed those overnight for us. Big shout out to you, thanks Philip Milnes, and we put them round our street, um, and we've got a WhatsApp group going on. Paul, I
0: just love it. Pinging all the time. You can imagine.
1: <laughs> Paul loves the old WhatsApp groups. So um, but it's so lovely, just community. Our neighbours looking out for each other, buying each other stuff from the shop, and um, sending encouragements. We've even had some pictures of our dogs to cheer us all up. Mm-hmm. But it's just it is going to be a lifeline especially as things move forward and i think it, we're just all appreciating community more and some of our neighbours have even said already we're going to have to have a big street party when this is all over which will will be fabulous and i'll be looking forward to it
0: it was really special thursday evening uh, we came out as, as i'm sure many of you did to clap and celebrate and cheer uh, workers in the nhs it's just so lovely to stand out there um, on on our street and just kind of wave and and say the names of the folks that we know on our street that work for the NHS. Just brilliant. Uh, Dina Nimick, she wrote in and she said uh, that they set up a WhatsApp group as well for seven families in their cul-de-sac where they live. And uh, she wrote, the support everyone is giving each other would bring tears to your eyes. People are sharing milk, shopping, information, and more recently, importantly, lots of prayer requests.
1: Um, Corrine also did the same in her development in Green Island and she has now got a Facebook group of 123 people. Just showing us that people long to be part of something bigger than themselves. You know sometimes we just take, need to take the initiative and lead in that and people are longing for a relationship and in this time of isolation they need it all the more and they're finding as well that people are building new connections that they didn't have before they're helping in practical ways they've put painted rainbows and put it up in the windows so the kids can spot them on their daily walks they know the telephone number now of the the milkman who delivers groceries they know where the best deals are for the toilet roll and they did the nhs clapping on thursday night as well which was really emotional and it's just wonderful the sense of community that's breaking out all over the place is just some, like a great silver lining, I suppose, mm. in this cloud, if you want to put it like that.
0: And then, of course, there are people that are connecting individually with ourselves and with lots of you as well. Uh, Diane Wade called me early in the week and she just wanted to share a story of a friend of hers that had been in contact with Diane, just simply asking questions. She's, uh, she's really quite scared right now, as are many of us mm. in terms of... You know, goodness, what is happening, and what what is happening, what is going to happen to us, and was really quite fearful. And uh, Diane was able to really uh, bring a sense of comfort to her. Uh, the lady had said to her how she'd found her mum's Bible, and was asking, "Well, where should I be reading?" And Diane just pointed her towards the Psalms and said, "Go there, and you'll great you'll get great comfort just from simply reading them."
1: Also, Janet from our church had put up a wee post saying that a family member she has and they keep in touch every day and one morning she had messaged her in a terrible state was just having a panic attack and was worried about spiritual things and faith and you know really 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 nervous and janet was able to send her some verses of comfort and prayers from the YouVersion version bible app that she uses and she was a bit worried because she didn't hear anything back for a while but eventually her family member got in touch with her and was as calm as never before and said janet you've given me a real sense of peace and calm And Janet was able to say, well, actually, it wasn't me, that was God who gave you peace. And you could have read that and just let it pass you by, but you let God speak to you and give you the comfort that you needed. She was surprised by her reaction, but happy to know that, you know, this might be the start of her, like engaging with God's word and getting comfort from it. So there's so many opportunities in these days, you know, people do have questions, people need the hope and the love and the comfort that we have in Christ and we're able to pass that on so you know you could be praying for those opportunities and God will give them to you you know it's also amazing to think of how many people are watching mm-hmm. um, online even though that may make us feel a bit uncomfortable because <laughs> we're not used to doing this but you know last week there was more people definitely watching online that w- that w- than would have been in the hall in carrick fergus academy so that's so lovely that more people can kind of come to church and um, and guys from carrick vineyard you can you don't need to stop inviting people to church just because we're not meeting together send your friends and family the youtube link post it on your facebook and who knows how many people will join us at carrick fergus vineyard church hmm. So that's our stories and notices, and this is the point where I sidle off and I'll leave Paul to do the talk.
0: And just check that the technology is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yep, yeah, still that, working. That's great, fantastic, folks. I wanted to just take some time to uh, really speak into what many of us are experiencing right now, and that's that's fear, and anxiety right now, and it's it's something that's very much prevalent within our culture and our society, and and many of us. Uh, Uh, experience it in different ways already and now with a crisis in which we're all uh, experiencing and and subject to really it's kind of just heightened that and uh, so the Bible has loads to say about that and we're going to dive in in a minute but uh, before we do I just wanted to kind of uh, sort of categorise different people in the way that we kind of handle fear and anxiety Uh, and first of all I I guess the majority of folks uh, experience it from time to time occasion to occasion and and what's happening right now uh maybe it's just kind of raised things for us slightly but but we'll get through and we're going to be okay and we're we're just navigating life as it is differently uh for ourselves and then there are the ones that uh, we might kind of label horizontal you know live life without a care in the world or nothing seems to phase them you know and, uh, or maybe they're just really trusting and really uh, faithful or, or or not given to fear I, I don't know and then there are uh Third group of people, and I kind of place myself in this category. We're the ones who uh, are kind of maybe more uh, susceptible to anxiety. There may be uh, common themes in our life that we that we really worry about. We're really fearful about, and uh, and for us the theme of, of health and um, and uh, the uncertainty of the future is probably uh, ramp things up for us slightly. And I just really want to encourage us all, but especially that group of people that. May this be a time that we really push into relationship with Jesus, that we use this as an opportunity for him to to really work deep within our lives, that we would embrace the current reality that we're living in and uh, invite Jesus to be in the midst of it. Uh, And and kind of a word of caution is that I don't simply want to just come across and just simply say, oh yeah, don't worry and don't fear, just trust and you'll be okay. You know that's, that just is a little bit kind of um, uh, it's just not really uh, being very honorable to many people it, it goes really quite deep for many of us and so uh, it, it may require extra help and extra support and maybe some, some of that actually comes in the support of, uh, of professional help so anyway let's dive in uh, let's talk about fear I uh, using the U version uh, app that we have on, on our phones or our iPads I, I literally typed in fear Uh, in the niv version it came up three thousand six hundred and eleven times and the book of psalms uh, not surprisingly is 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 the book that kind of had the most number of help hits as it were for fear Uh, usually because it's it's the place that we go to isn't it for comfort uh, when it comes to that we have the fear of the lord uh, which is talked about in the psalms it's often talked about in proverbs as well and just to mention that the fear of the Lord isn't necessarily something that we're like really really scared of God, and that God's just like this big bad kind of. That's that's far from the truth. The fear of the Lord simply is this: that He's all knowing and He's all powerful, and uh, and 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 He's all holy. And when we kind of compare ourselves with Him, we kind of come with a sense of awe and wonder, and that's really describes the fear of the Lord. And so in Proverbs nineteen twenty three says the fear of the Lord leads to life and then in Proverbs ten twenty seven, the fear of the Lord adds length to life um, before I was a Christian I kind of went about my life not really caring too much about the things of God at all I just did what I pleased I was pretty selfish and if it, if it seemed good or it felt good I, I just go ahead and do it without really regard for myself or any of the destructive nature of any things so that were kind of going on and it was only really until I Became a Christian, uh, that I began to realize. Actually, when I listen and follow the voice of God, and uh, and I and I have this sense of fear of the Lord as I come into His presence, actually, the uh, I, I kind of want to do the things that He does. Kind of say why? Because it leads to life, and it leads to peace, and it leads to hope, and all of those good things. I think sometimes people think that God's just a a killjoy. When actually, far from the truth, He He leads us into life. Fear, often uh, mentioned in the Bible, uh, really talks about it in such a way or addresses it in something that we shouldn't do. And the Bible states time and time again, do not fear. So God says to the people of Israel in the book of Isaiah, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Then Peter, uh, writing in his first letter uh, to the believers there, it says this. He says, but even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. And then God, who's speaking to Joshua, who's taken over the mantle of leadership and responsibility from Moses prior to leading the people of Israel into the promised land. Uh, writes uh, God says to Joshua these words Have I not commanded you Be strong courageous Do not be afraid Do not be discouraged For the Lord your God will be with you Wherever you go God says not to fear In times and occasions When actually we need hope When we need faith And we need courage And we actually need to trust him um, It's interesting because fear actually is a godly emotion it's something that can be, at times, our friend. And that may, may sound a little bit of a contradiction, and I'll explain. Um, imagine those of us who, who uh, have young children, or maybe had young children, or, or for us actually right now, uh, we have uh, a dog called Marley, crazy thing, and uh, is fearless, has no fear. So when you take Marley for a walk, and you're walking him on the lead, you know he would think nothing of wanting to charge off into the road. And because he, he, he doesn't understand that if he runs into the road and a car hits him, he's going to he might die, you know. And uh, for those of us who've raised children, you know, in the right way, we would we would in a healthy way kind of try to impart, you know, to our children. Hold my hand and let's cross the road carefully together because uh, because of those things. So actually uh, fear um, can actually be our friend and it's something that God's given us. But it's when fear kind of gets the better of us. It's when fear, the, um, the, uh, the, the, the emotions that drive us, that are so strong, can actually prevent us from doing the very things that we're supposed to do. And fear sometimes can actually uh, make us make wrong choices and un- un- unhealthy choices. Um, healthy fear leads to healthy choices. Don't walk in the middle of the road. But fear... Uh, that has this overwhelming power often uh, leads us to poor choice and then often leads us uh, into a place of worry as well we've talked about this before uh, in church on, on a number of occasions we've simply said that uh, the enemy who is, who is the devil who is the one who actually fears what God is uh, most uh, that we're made for that we've been entrusted with and uh, we're, we're all uniquely gifted in a certain way uh, to, to live our lives and, and the enemy fears actually that which God's put in us and entrusted to us that if we would do that very thing we would come alive and we would uh, bring life to other people and uh, it was interesting because I was chatting to uh, someone recently who had shared a story how this lady had grown up from an early age with a speech impediment and this uh, throughout all of her childhood uh, had, had, had been problematic for her in conversation and it had made her fearful in terms of conversations, especially if it was asking for help or maybe being in a shop and asking the, uh, the attendant there. Um, and it wasn't until in her early 20s, she, she described to me, she said, you know, that she'd experienced, she, she went for prayer at a healing service, inviting God. And she had very, very low expectation that he would do anything um, to, to be healed of this speech impediment. And uh, and she she then told me the rest of the story that over a period of time, she realized that actually she was talking normally all of the time without any impediment at all. And what's really amazing about the story is that this person was training in her early 20s to be a teacher and to be a teacher, you need to be able to stand up in front of uh, people, uh, children, young adults and to be able to teach and use your voice. It's a pretty important thing. And yet that was the very thing that, that this person was made for and meant for and that God had entrusted to her. And yet something that if the enemy gets hold of things and, and stops us and prevents us and sows fear into our lives, we might miss the very thing that God wants us to do. Um, as a child, I remember the brand uh, called No Fear. I don't even know if it's still around today. Uh, hopefully it is. And uh, their strap-line was... Uh, don't let fear stand in the way of your dreams and very often for many of us it's, it's fear that prevents us from doing the very things that we should be doing and then very often fear actually leads us down paths and we end up making choices that we really shouldn't do at all. Uh, for some of us fear uh, leads us into a kind of wrong thinking or cat, uh, catastrophizing and we go in our heads to the kind of worst case scenario. And we we stew over things that actually most of the time, the majority of the time, never actually happen. And we spend such a long time, such a waste of time and energy and emotion uh, worrying and thinking about things. You may have heard uh, the acronym uh, for fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And in the moment, in the time as we're stewing over things, very often it feels real but most of the time it's just not quite real at all. And that fear, as I've said, leads to action, wrong action, but it also uh, leads us into a place of panic and of worry as well. Now worry is something that we all do from time to time. And it's something that many of us uh, do a lot of the time. Uh, The dictionary definition for worry uh, says this, it is to torment oneself with cares and anxieties. And every time we worry, we're nearly like tormenting ourselves. No one else is making us do it. It's something that we choose to do, and often um, it's it's something that we spend a lot of time and energy uh, just wasted. And sometimes it can affect other aspects of our lives too. It can affect our relationships, it affects our sleep, it affects our appetites, our work, our play, our fun, and uh, most aspects really of our lives. Uh, my sense is, my guess is that right now uh, the uh, coronavirus, the, 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 the greatest worries are, are surrounded with our health and with our finance. For our health, many of you listening will be worried for, for your own personal health or you may be worried about the personal uh, health of, of a loved one who may well be at risk. And it's right for us to be... Uh, having some degree of concern right now of course and it would be flippant of me to simply just say don't worry about it it'll be all right and all the rest the reality is that for some people uh, we won't be all right for some people potentially listening uh, you know the worst might happen or we might know people um, that may die of this virus of course it's deeply concerning but as well we need to remind ourselves that who we are and what God has entrusted to us—that we, uh, as Chantel did so brilliantly last Sunday—is we need a fight in prayer. We believe in a God that does protect us and looks over us, and we should be praying these prayers of, uh, of of protection. God, would you protect us, our family, protect our loved ones, protect those people that just that God just places into your minds and your loved ones, and for those that do. Um, get the virus at uh, those moments that we're just praying and saying, God, just make them well. We speak to illness, we speak to virus uh, and tell it to, to leave and to go. Let's fight people. And then the area of finance, the constraints on employment right now and uh, the way that it's affecting people and uh, I must say uh, the government must be commended for, for the measures and, and the way in which they've responded. Uh, to many individuals and businesses, but, uh, but not to all. You know, there are going to be some that will be hit hard by this. And it uh, will be affecting some folks who will be watching here uh, this morning. It's a great cause of concern. Uh, Jesus tackles this very issue, actually, of money and possessions. And uh, we're going to read a little bit from Matthew chapter 6. Uh, but just before we read those passages, uh, he's telling his listeners as part of what we know as the Sermon on the Mount, uh, he's saying that we shouldn't uh, store up treasures here on earth, but rather store up treasure in heaven. He says where our treasure is, there our hearts will be also. If our devotion is unhealthily towards money and finance and possessions, well, guess what? You know our hearts are there also. We devote ourselves to that, and it, often it can consume us. He concludes simply by saying we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve both money and God at the same time. So I want to read uh, just a bit after that that Jesus says. uh, It's in chapter 6, 25 uh, through to 27. Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air, They do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? It's pretty clear really. Jesus is specifically telling those who are listening uh, not to worry about provision, to be worried about food or money or clothes. He says, you know, he feeds the birds says are you not much more valuable than they? and then he kind of concludes by asking the question you know how can, can you know can anyone add a single hour to our life by worrying no something to consider worrying doesn't actually achieve anything that's positive now if you're a bit like me you've probably kind of listened to some of these things and if this is really kind of hitting hitting the nerve or kind of just going oh this is me then you could maybe it be in a place where you're just kind of feeling a little bit bad right now and that's not the point at all that's absolutely not the point just want to take a little bit of time just simply to just unpack maybe five practices five things that we could do that would actually lead to life and really encourage us at this time and that's really the first thing is that to accept the reality and to accept and live in the uncertainty We know right now that there's a global pandemic that's sweeping uh, across the world. It's already taken the lives of thousands of people and has the potential to take many more. We know that people uh, who are older or have underlying health conditions are more at risk. We know that the NHS currently right now are already incredibly stretched. And we know incredible more amount of information. Uh, I don't need to go on about that uh, at all. What we don't know is if we'll catch it ourselves. We don't know if a loved one uh, who are in our lives may be vulnerable to catch it as well. And uh, we don't know if some of the things that we're maybe concerned about or worried about are gonna actually happen. Please try as best as we can not to kind of uh, just catastrophize about the future. There's a lot that we just don't know that's going to happen. So it's practicing what we do know, but then living and embracing the uncertainty. Let's not run away from it. Let's uh, do what you can, but don't try and control it. And don't use substances to mask it. Secondly, do the things that we have been instructed to. You know, uh, the guidelines that are being given to us that we tune in and listen to. Are pretty clear and it, it it might be it may sound uh, tempting to kind of go and dig a, a nuclear fallout bunker in the back garden and kind of hunker down uh, until it's uh, safe to come out but uh, please don't do that don't be obsessively uh, washing our hands or cleaning the house from top to bottom with bleach four times a day you know yes of course let's wash our hands let's follow that guidance but let's not be extreme or obsessive about that thirdly Limit uh, your media time, limit the time that you spend tuned in to the news or to social media. Uh, For many of us that really wrestle with anxiety, what we can be tempted to do is actually go to those places uh, wanting just desperately to hear that message that it's going to be okay. What ends up happening is we end up getting fueled with even more negative or or fearful kind of um, words or instructions or stories that come through. It just nearly just heightens things and doesn't do any good at all stay informed of course but don't be negatively influenced by what we hear and what we read fourthly stay connected to one another we've said it before please do sign up to a life group to a virtual life group and be part of that technology is allowing us to stay connected in such a brilliant way please do share your fears and your anxiety with one another but share it in such a way as that it's helpful, not something that's just seeking reassurance. I know what that's like. We go to someone, we offload our burden, we offload our anxiety, and what we're doing is we're just asking, we're seeking reassurance for them to tell us you know, the magic thing that's gonna make us feel better, only for half an hour later or the next day to be worried about the same thing or something just slightly different. What we can do Uh, in creating community and being connected is actually think outside of ourselves and actually think of other people Uh, we've just been so heartened by so many stories and connecting with many of you uh, where you've kind of contacted us to see well how are we doing and uh, we've done that likewise with several other people as well it's really important that we practice that that we take our gaze off of ourselves and our own situation our circumstances But we actually reach out, we connect with other people with great love and great compassion. And then lastly, of course, we should pray. Max Licardo said, no one can pray and worry at the same time. And Paul, writing to the church in Philippi, says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Last week I said uh, this pandemic is going to bring us to our knees. And then Chantel just did a fabulous job, just rallying the troops, just saying now's the time. Now's the time. We need to be praying. We need to be pressing in to prayer. We need to be praying instead of worrying. We need to be trusting instead of controlling. We need to have faith, hope and courage instead of fear. It's not that easy, eh? (laughs) It's easy to say. It's difficult sometimes to actually practice. For many of us susceptible to fear and anxiety. And those of us who, who aren't necessarily, but right now this has really got you and really is gripping you. I encourage you as I'm encouraging myself I speak this to myself as much as to anyone else that might be listening is that we would just embrace it we just embrace the situation that we find ourselves in and that we would go before the Lord in prayer that we would we would literally set aside time and we just pray petitioning with thanksgiving we offer it and then we allow God Only God that can bring that peace that passes all understanding would guard our hearts. Some other uh, words, uh, which I'm sure we're we're also going to the scriptures in many ways. I just wanted to read three things and then then we're going to pray. John writes, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He also writes in another bit of the Bible, uh, in a letter, 1 John, he says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. As we uh, surround ourselves, as we invite ourselves to receive in God's love, we experience something Uh, that just, in many ways just cannot be described and that no one else or nothing else can actually give us. As we experience his love and his compassion, his love drives out fear. He's got us, surrounds us. And then lastly, Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Chantelle, want to join us?
1: Yeah.
0: You limping? Yeah. The Joe Wicks catching up on you?
1: No, it was my run last night actually, oh. sore ankles. But anyway, um, usually when we're together in church, um after the talk and potentially another song of worship we always take an opportunity for prayer and for us that means prayer ministry prayer ministry is when usually one person comes up and someone else from church stands beside them lays hands on them and just asks the holy spirit to come asks god to speak it's not just oh god bless paul he's really great it's being open to god and hearing what he wants to say And even though we can't physically come and stand beside each other, we believe that the Holy Spirit is still at work and wants to minister to us. So we're just going to take a few minutes now to pray. And you can just do that in your own um, homes. Just really pray. Um, If you want to, um, put your hands on your own heart. And we're just going to pray and see what God is saying and what he wants to do lord i just pray that you would come now by your holy spirit where we're all sitting or in our own living rooms or in bed or wherever we are god holy spirit would you come now and bring your peace peace that passes all understanding that we've heard about and lord wherever we are on the scale of fear and anxiety right now Holy Spirit, would you just come? Fill us with your love, your perfect love that casts out fear. Lord, we thank you that you are with us. You've promised to never leave us, to never forsake us. And no matter what we face in these days, God, you will be with us. Lord, fill us afresh. Holy Spirit, give us all that we need. Lord, provide for us in every way. We're grateful for your presence, and we love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: There may be some of you there who are listening or tuned in, and you don't, you don't know Jesus. You, you you wouldn't call yourself a Christian, and, uh, and. uh, as you've been watching, there's something that's just been stirred, and you're you're, you're either inquisitive and you're just wanting to know more, uh, or maybe you're at the point actually where you're like, "Goodness, right now, I need you, God." And and all we'd simply say is just talk to Him. That's prayer. Prayer is just talking to God and listening from Him, and just simply say, "God, I I need you right now. I I I want you in my life. I need that peace that you're talking about." I I really want to trust, I'm really wrestling with all these things, and just help, just help, and come on, you know, want to get to know you, and just kind of pray it, and whatever, kind of language like that, there's no, there and grace and kind of a set formula of how to do it, just just pray, and uh, you know, if that's you, you know, we'd encourage you to to get in touch either with ourselves, or or talk to someone else that you, you know, knows a bit, and would listen to you stay in the right direction
1: yeah and just finally and um, while we've been talking there uh, my friend Liana sent me um, a little picture and it says in the, r- in the rush to return to normal use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to i, I think that's really powerful thing to think about you know we're all saying oh when things get back to normal i'll do this or i'll be like that but what if we could have a new normal paul's been sharing so much about fear and anxiety and some of us live in that all the time what if in this season we really engage with god and did battle with him to not let fear and anxiety be our normal moving forward let's really think about what we want our new normal to be what if living in god's peace when all this is over it could be our new normal so guys it's been lovely to spend time with you this morning on a sunday morning it's been great to do church together online so stay connected stay in touch and we love you guys and we'll see you soon god bless goodbye